So we're in the middle of uh, the coronavirus. Yep. We're disconnected more than ever on so many levels, but then kind of overconnected in some other ways. And we wanted to come to the table and have a conversation about it. Yeah, it's an interesting dichotomy. So, yeah, let's talk connection. We did another podcast on connection, which is really interested. We will put in the show notes a, a link to that one where we talked about the startling statistic about loneliness and um, how that affects our health and how we right. need our humanness needs connection. Right. You can just Google that now. It's such a well-known thing about how we are social beings and we need connection despite how much you enjoy being alone or how much you don't want to be with other people a lot of the time. We still need connection with other people. It's just different kinds for different people. And we might call that an introvert versus extrovert, but it, it doesn't really matter. I don't necessarily think we need to label it, although knowing ourselves a little bit better is always very helpful, right? Just acknowledging where we are on the spectrum of who we want to be with and how we're showing up when we're with people. Right. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to understand who you are and how you operate and so that you can you can cater to that. You know, so if you know that, you love being with people, but then you need to recharge with some alone time. You know, that's important to know that instead of being frustrated with why you're stressed out after being with people. So Right, even ones you love, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> and in this state, I mean, so many of us are, are together with people that we haven't been together with in a long time. I, I read a really great article in, in the Times about this newlywed couple who they, they were still kind of in the newlywed phase, but they had, uh, you know, been apart Monday through Friday for eight, nine hours and got back together at night, you know, with all that love and joy. And, and they were really learning quickly the ticks <laughs> about each other. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, absolutely. Some people are connecting more than ever because their spouses or their kids or their even grown kids are living with them now full time. And that that wasn't before. So there's there's that end of the spectrum where there's people who are uh, around their families um, when they weren't before, and they're really learning things about each other. And in a lot of ways, it's really really great to have that that time. It's sort of a kind of a reset of our priorities and realizing how important family is and how important it is to to connect with each other and to for the most important people in our absolutely in our lives. Yeah. So that this is a good reset for that, which is really wonderful and in that way. But at the same time, there's a lot of space that's being taken that wasn't taken before. And I was I was telling you the story of my good friend who said, I just I just wish they would go and take the dogs for a walk so I can have the house to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she has yeah. not had the house to herself in what, six weeks now. And Well, and the weather hasn't helped us either because we right. can't can't always get outside. That's right. Yeah, we haven't. There are, the weather has not been cooperating with our needing time alone with ourselves. Right, right. And even the restrictions um, that are, are placed on not being able to be out in community without masks in some locations and parks being closed and waterfronts being closed. And it's all for really good health reasons. We need to stop this crisis in its tracks. And so the more of us who are abiding by those rules, the, the the better but but that said let's talk about some ideas on 
on how to cope with the challenges and the opportunities that are that are in front of us. Right, right. Yeah, and I think um, probably more serious, and maybe not. I don't want to put you know levels on it, but in some ways, some people, um, like you just touched on, are are not not with family. They're alone. So a mm-hmm. lot of people are sheltered in place by themselves, and they're dealing with loneliness, mm-hmm. and that's that's a state of stress. So we need people, and and not being able to connect with people the way that you're used to is is a huge stressor on a lot of people. And so we need to address both of those things and how we can deal. And I think people are learning how to deal with it. Um, but we also want to remind you that this is, uh, you know, this is a di- different every day and nothing is permanent. And so we need to kind of take every day as it comes and not think of it as a permanent thing that's going on. I love that idea of being observant of the of the day and the moment right it's just like we we talk the same when we talk about food and our choices on a meal by meal week by week month by by month it's the same with um how we're feeling you know being aware of our our state observing what our state is right now at this moment and not pushing or pulling or wanting or shooting ourselves to be in a different place than we are because sometimes we're just really frustrated. Sometimes we're just really overcome with love and happiness and we just need to be in a, in a place of observation with all the uncertainty that's going on and learning ways to view that discomfort in in a way of saying, yeah, that's uncomfortable, and naming it. So often we don't name it, and we go to things that are not supportive, like uh, addictive behaviors and ways that just don't don't give us, you know, the vitality and the happiness that we're really looking for. Right. That's that's right. very short term fixes, and so being in the state of awareness and observation can help us move through the discomfort, the pain, the frustration, the unknowing. And as we move through that, in that moment, we can be like, yeah, this, this is weird. This is uncomfortable. And knowing that it's a, it's also just a, a a moment. It's not that uh, the next moment might not be different. Right. Yeah. I like that. Um, The idea, you know, what you were just talking about with going to um, soothing ourselves outside of ourselves, we're seeing a lot, at least I am, I'm assuming other people are too, seeing a lot of, um, on social media, a lot of jokes about, you know, drinking more, sleeping more, um, eating more, doing all these, the vices, I guess you'd say, that, Mm -hmm. um, that, and, and people are making jokes out of it. People in some level may be enjoying it, and, you know, because maybe they were so somewhat rigid before and now they're kind of letting loose. And, and, and there's a place for that, for sure. Uh, but I think that that is a grab for something that's missing, you know, and people are continuing to do it. And, and not to not recognize the people who already were having struggles before this with addiction and now are faced with this. And those urges, I'm sure, are so strong to go yeah. back to. And I'm sure some people have 
and are really struggling with demons. And so it's, it is just what you said, that awareness, checking in with yourself and, and really um, the moment by moment, you know, what, what am I, what am I missing out on? How can I fulfill that without it being something that is damaging? Yeah. You know, um, whether and, it's a, a phone call or just a, a to run outside or even a driving by yourself outside just to get out of that moment for that, you know, that second that you're having an urge. Yeah. I'm reminded of, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about this being a timeout for the planet. You know, we, we're all (laughs) been told to go to our rooms literally. And I'm really appreciating that image uh, (laughs) right now, because I remember as a kid, I would be, to my room, you know, if I was mouthing off or not behaving properly. And um, I think that many of us, you know, when we were kids, we had tantrums because we didn't know um, coping mechanisms and, and ways to properly express ourselves. And I think as adults, we still don't necessarily know how to communicate and cope, but I believe one of the number one, number one things, I love all your ideas about going outside and moving and maybe going and get it, maybe going and getting a drink of water, but all those are fabulous. But the breath work, I tell you, the other day when I was triggered on something that I wouldn't normally think that I would be triggered on, um, I literally had to sit down, close my computer, walk outside and take 10 deep breaths. And Mm -hmm. I counted them and my head was swirling in the beginning. I was all in my head with judgment and conversation. And I was, you know, all these rules and everything were running through my head. And until I got to number 10, uh, you know, by breath 10, I was down into my heart. You know, I was down into my heart and sending some love to the frustration that I was having. And so it started with me. Like, I couldn't change the trigger. I couldn't change what had happened. But I was able to, through that moment, to be able to shift my response and my behavior. But it was practice. I got to tell (laughs) you, it was not, it wasn't easy. Um, Yeah. yeah. It's always practice. It's practice every day. It's practice every day. Every day, yeah. And I think we want so much, you know, again, to go back to food and weight maybe or our resilience or if you're an athlete, you know, you want your numbers to be better. You want to, you know, we want to be better people. We want to be more productive. And there, we need to give ourselves this gentleness of, of and knowing that it's practice. If we don't do the hard work for it, we're not going to get better. We're not going to have a shift. And um, sometimes disorder, discomfort can give us a new opening, right? A new idea. It actually pushes us to grow in a certain way, like the seed has to completely destroy itself. Right. Right. To to open up and become the flower or the bush yep. or the tree. Like it, it, right. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that because it's true. And that's what maybe Mother Nature is doing for us right now. <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. Um, it, and you said something that reminded me that I think some some of us are trying to still do stuff the way we did before um, and not I mean, it's not that they're not recognizing that this is a completely different time, but 
people are still trying to be productive in some ways, whether they're working from home or, you know, working. Um, and I'm not talking about the people who are really, you know, like the healthcare workers or the food workers, the people that are essential who are really doing that work. I'm talking about people who, like us, we work from home and some days we decide not to work. But I'm sure that some people are trying to live their lives as normal as what they think is normal as possible. And I think there's a frustration in that where we need to recognize this temporary time, because it is temporary, that, you know what, it's going to end. It's okay not to live the way you were or try to, because that, I think, is a stress, an added stress that's not yeah. necessary. Um, well, it's, I love what you're saying because ultimately, from well, from my perspective, right, right at this moment, it feels very judgmental because it's like what I should be doing, yes, right? And should, yeah, yeah. Instead of being in a curious flow, you know, sometimes we do just need to sit and yeah. be still and be right. quiet, and that for so many of us isn't that we go back to the practice, you know, we haven't practiced it. So it's hard. Of course it's hard. Right. Um, it's yeah. the being versus doing. Uh, yeah. The being versus doing and, and being able to not, I've heard friends and other people talking about, you know, I don't know what I've been doing every day. Yeah. And, it's, and I, I, you know, I've said that to a, a couple of friends we were on, of course, that we were on a zoom yeah. And we were saying, what have you guys been doing this week? And everybody is kind of like, I'm not really sure what how I've been filling my days. <laughs> and, and and I said, you know what? That's kind of neat. You know, it's kind of neat that we don't have these schedules. We don't have these things. And we're just kind of being. We're just whatever. And to have to report to each other what we were doing, in a sense, was I didn't really even want to do that. You know, I was just kind of saying, mm. I'm just I'm just doing whatever I'm doing. Every day is a little bit different. As much as it's the same, it's a little bit different. Um, you know, I have the luxury because I'm I'm not one of those essential workers that has to, you know, be a hero every day. So I so my days are, you know, kind of my choice in a sense. And I think a lot of people who have that, I think you have to embrace that choice. Yeah. Get rid of those shoulds. We'd love to hear from people. We'd love to get a conversation going and seeing other people's experiences with this and maybe some ideas that maybe surprised you that have come out um, or some observations that you've made about you or others during this time and of strange connections, <laughs> lack of connection or too much connection. Yeah. And I, I, before you go, before we wrap up too, I, with this, you know, asking people what's going on for them, I, I think it's interesting to, you know, sometimes we don't know how to ask for help. Like we don't even know what we need. And so we're, we're available and there are many other you know, there are therapists out there. There are mindfulness, uh, a lot of free stuff on online right now. We're having a weekly calls with people, free weekly calls. All of this is, you know, creating space for be, people to be able to process. So, so know it's okay to ask for help. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And as much as we're all in this together, we often feel alone. And so this mm -hmm. is a time where we need to, take what we can with help. That's <laughs> Marlon, our talk, my talker. Mar Marlon puts in his two cents. Well, yes. I, 
I, I got to tell you, for for those of us with animals, I've I've witnessed some very curious. Um, you know, the Zen of a cat is very interesting, and it's uh, they've they've created a lot of love. It's a great time to adopt an yes, animal. It, is. it really is. They bring also, so much you have joy. To, you have to make sure that you commit to taking care of them when this is over. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Right. So really enjoyed this conversation and hope that on some level it has landed well with our listeners and please share it with your friends and uh, be in touch and uh, connect. Thanks for listening. Keep the conversation going at nourishcoaches.com and stay tuned for more Nourish Noshes as we continue our quest to make the world a healthier place.